Sack Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. All right, hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. It's me, the Madman, and uh, Nick as always. Oh, Nick as always. So, uh, yeah, a bunch of people were in the mailbag. They're like, uh, why didn't you? Uh, they're like, uh, hope he wears another Tupac shirt. <laughs> you know, I guess I get some dumb emails in the mailbag. Sometimes. I, wear, I, don't read them I wore the I'm soccer weird. jersey today. I'm, I'm going every week. Just wild shirts. So until until um, Hill Hippie comes back, I'll be standing in here on Shock Monkey. So expect me to wear crazy shirts every week. That's something to look forward to on the program. Wearing wearing a nice Humphrey Brothers shirt, right? You know about the Humphrey Brothers, right? No, I do not. Actually, I said right too. Like I knew. I have no idea what that was. I like I like messing with you and stuff like that. I was trying to move center to the key. I was trying to move more Absolutely. center in the stay, frame. Stay, <laughs> I was just scooting the stay, chair. Stay I wasn't really paying attention. But I just answered it anyway. Yeah, so we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, man? Oh, it was a pretty cool weekend. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, I had a couple artists from out of town that were doing some shows up in Brooklyn and um, in, in Maine. So they got that, and I didn't go, obviously. So chill weekend for me, but cool stuff going on with business. Uh, other than that, nothing crazy this week. I don't have no one, you know, no cookouts, no tearing out of the floors or whatever in my yeah. house. So I so, guess pretty uneventful, yeah. yeah. Just normal weekend. What did you get into? Uh, you know, been catching up on Netflix. Uh. <laughs> it. Um, yeah, getting, that's all. Getting back on that. Yeah, well, I mean, it was what what comes to my mind is that like, um, in fifteenth uh, of September, nineteen ninety seven, is when I joined the Navy, mm-hmm. and it's around about this time of year where I was just soaking up those last few days before I went in the Navy. Right. And so every every year around this time is when I start thinking about those days when I went to boot camp. Just letting loose. Yeah. Because, they call it senioritis, you know, you're like oh, Yeah, because it was those last those last sweet days of freedom, you know, <laughs> that I had and, and the weather's, you know, gets starts getting cooler in the evenings. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's where my body just goes it's sense memory just goes right back. It's like you're about to go back into boot camp. Oh what a right. nightmare, you know. Yeah, the mental mindset. Yeah, I mean, when I went in the navy, I mean I didn't shit for three days after I got to recruit training command at Great Lakes. Right. I was literally scared shitless. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and you know, then I, you know, I start thinking about all the things I did there, in uh, particularly in boot camp, because it's around this this time of year. Right. And so, um, I think about the Marlin Spike and learning how to handle lines and stuff like that. Battle. Well, I was about to say because you like did that. communications, so you did a lot more stuff in boot camp than you actually like. Well, you know I was, that you needed to do on a daily well, you, basis. Well, in the Navy, you do boot camp, and then you go to your A school. Everyone gets boot camp training. Right. And boot camp training includes basic uh, bosun's mate type stuff, like uh, like line handling. Right. That's what I was saying. Yeah. That's stuff that you're not always doing, so you got to do a lot yeah, I, more yeah, stuff I never that you're not even it. like, I, never did I didn't real. even sign up for this. <laughs> yeah. The only time I did line handling was this um, like fake ship that was called the USS Marlin Spike. That's right. what that's and. uh and it's just this, uh, it's like this trench. It was like an empty pool, right? This trench that was supposed to be the water between the ship and the people on shore. Right. And you do practice of throwing the lines over and securing How heavy and stuff is like that line? They're heavy. That's what I was yeah. about to say. That's what I've heard that they have smaller, look, they use little smaller lines as lead lines 
to get the hold of, so you make sure you don't lose it because they can't throw the whole damn rope. You got to think know? about how super technical that has to be for That's like dangerous. It work, takes dude. ninety people to the. the yeah. You think about how big that boat is. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, we're gonna just park it real quick. You're like. You're going to park this boat? You're like, yeah, just bring it in slow. And it's not real quick, dude. It's like four hours. Well, yeah, no <laughs> yeah. shit. It's a fucking ship. It's like 20 buildings in in a row laying on its side at that, where yeah. you're like, oh, it's a skyscraper laying on its side, floating on the water. Exactly. You're like, floating? And that's the biggest thing, that floating is the hardest part that people don't understand. We're like, I could just drive a bus. Like, driving a ship no, is- buoyancy, yeah water and you're on a thing dude you ha- that has to be precise well that's the thing is like you get out there on the ship like you get out in the fleet and you just realize like how just at, at some point you feel like um reality might catch up to this bullshit that they're doing with this <laughs> giant metal ship in the ocean and you're just like why isn't this thing just going straight to the bottom so it's just, it's i don't know about the mind. science behind this thing but i'm not trusting this, it every yeah, day the <laughs> science so of buoyancy goes no wait this is bullshit <laughs> we shouldn't be doing this i don't trust physics so i don't know <laughs> i didn't learn enough about it yeah uh, so that's hilarious that's yeah cool. so that takes me back you know this time of year it always takes me back but what i do this weekend well i've been like i said catching on uh, netflix um yeah, I caught um, Aziz Ansari special right now. I like that. Some people didn't like it because of the way. Well, he he yeah he'll he he took you to a low place and then up to a high place and um I don't I think that's kind of a not very good thing to do in comedy. I mean, he's no Dave Chappelle, but I mean, I thought you know there are plenty of good laughs in there. But you know, he did take go to low points and stuff like it, that. It was the 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 reason, and I watched it and I analyzed it differently is because you got to take into consideration that he had that. He was part of the Me Too thing. He got caught up yeah, in that yeah. and then got exonerated for like, oh, it was a date and a whole thing. And right. so he's like kind of, you know what I mean? You can't just go out there and tell jokes and not bring up like, hey, by the way, the rape thing that everybody was saying I did that ended up not being a rape. Like, I kind of got to bring that up. So mm-hmm. I like the way that he did it with the storytelling where well, he's like, this is the story. And then it was going back into jokes. But it was that I think after he addressed that, I think it would have been cool for him to just do the stand-up, but I yeah. think he made it into his bit where it was like, oh, well, let me tell you about my family some, yeah. and then I'm going to tell some jokes now. Yeah. And then I, I liked it a lot more than his old, like, you know, oh, yeah. hey, I'm too super loud yeah, and he, funny. he was more chill. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't as uh, upbeat and stuff like that. Right, yeah, because he did. I think that whole incident, you know, really took some wind out of his sails. Yeah. I Shit mean, ain't he, funny no more. Yeah. <laughs> He looks a little browbeaten. Yeah, be that's why. Yeah. That's that's why I like to see it though, because he was, you know, he kind of addressed it, and I, you know, you, you wouldn't have sat in there for that long and watched it if he did it, because some, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the comeback for coming that's how from you do, something that's how you do a like comeback. that. Yeah, was well, a comeback. It's like, not it's like, like Louis C.K. Right. Louis C.K. comes back. You're talking about this stuff. I mean, that's that's kind of what you got to do. Yeah, you got to you got to address it. You got to face these kind of yeah. Kinds you're of making things. jokes. You have to. That's yeah. what jokes are about. What else did I watch? Um, holy cow, Sasha Baron Cohen and The Spy. That is a really cool um, uh, espionage. Is it series? Uh, I really like that kind of stuff. Like, uh, especially that old school espionage stuff. Especially taking places where I know a little about the history, like in Syria and right, you know, and and their culture and so forth, and. Uh, between Syria, uh, Syria and Israel in the 60s. I mean, oh, man, it's so cool. 
Yeah, I saw the feature about you know that was one of the yeah. features. So I I saw the uh, the rundown yeah, yeah. of it, but I didn't. He's get actually into... turning out to be a pretty good Hector. Is know? that is that the second season though, right? Or uh, is that the first season? Uh, I don't know. I, I started watching it. I haven't finished it yet. That's so. why. Yeah, I think there was a reason why I thought it was like sometimes I don't start stuff in the second season because I'm like, oh man, I got to go back and watch 13 hours of the first season. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and you do watch it all because you have to. It, you're like, it won't make sense because it's especially a show about spies. Right. You're like you have to know what the characters have been doing and like trying to figure out who you think yeah, is you, spying you, it's, too. It's one of those uh, shows I can't do something else and watch. Right. Um, frequently when I when I'll uh, binge watch, as it were, I'm usually like playing a video game or doing something like you know, folding laundry or something. Yeah. You know, and uh, but sometimes you got to some you are so complicated you really got to pay attention right yeah you so, don't want to miss it but yeah. that's good too that it's good enough to keep your attention to that level where you're like i don't even want to screw this laundry <laughs> yeah so um and there was one movie i saw that really pissed me off super pissed me off yeah. okay i don't know if you heard of this movie it's called olympus has fallen yes all right and apparently that's recent out on netflix and so um i watched this movie and about 45 minutes in, I was yelling so much at my computer, my laptop, where I was watching it on, that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I was yelling so much at the thing that I ended up pulling up a Word tablet in the background, listening to the movie in the background, and just ranting, uh, and yeah. just da, 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 about this movie, because this movie is some bullshit. This yeah. is some bullshit. Like I said, I was in the Navy, so I know a little bit about the military. Here's here's the funny part about this, because you did mention this this weekend, and I said I was going to watch it. And I'll give a rundown before you do it, because I will break down the trailer for you before he gets it. I, I told him to watch this movie, <laughs> and he goes, well, first, I'm going to look at the trailer. Then he watched the trailer, and he's like, you're not Nah, I'm waiting for this. So for you who don't know what this movie is, it's a movie... In general sense, about the kid, the president being kidnapped, and then obviously all hell breaking loose to get him back. So that's for dumb down terms. Like if you haven't seen it, but go get into the you, end of because accurate, they... you accurately describe <laughs> the entire movie because it's some bullshit. So spoiler, Morgan spoiler Freeman's alerts. in it from 2013. <laughs> anyway, so here's my compiled list. Of things I didn't I didn't finish the movie. I said <laughs> said after thirteen, I after thirteen items that I'm pissed off about, I'm going to cut it loose for my own blood pressure's sake. All right, so number one, Olympus has fallen into some bullshit. Number one, no heavy aircraft like that would ever get across the bay, ever, much less DC without being intercepted. I don't know what Navy was doing in Norfolk. Or uh, in Washington or in Annapolis. I don't know what they were doing, but this gigantic plane apparently flew halfway across the world and nobody noticed it. Right. Until after, it gets to until you get to DC. Right after 9 11. Yeah. It's is this is post, 2013. Post, yeah, yeah so yeah, this is with the up the security and yeah. everything. Two, those Navy pilots should know better. They come up alongside of them and they give them one warning. They give them two warnings. They give them three warnings. It's like at one warning, one guy drops back to firing position. Yeah. 100%. That's the protocol. I'm not even a pilot. And I know that. There's one guy behind you probably already. That's the whole thing. We're about to dip from the sides of you and someone's about to blow your ass up. The 100%. Right. It's a very, yeah, they don't play around with that kind of, that's why it's hard to like. 
Yeah, go ahead. Anyway. What else we got? We right, got number three. three? Yeah. Number three is no Korean terrorist sleeper cell could accumulate and or import that many weapons and explosives within the U.S. without being found out by somebody. Somebody, any, especially within, I don't know, 500 miles of the flagpole, which is D.C., where all this takes place. Right. All right. Um, four, one, maybe two operatives could slip in through the security screening. All right. Um, when it comes to escorts to a foreign dignitary. But when it comes to uh, foreign, uh, the, the, the government of South Korea, they're going to double extra check those people. 100%. That's four or five this times. Is some bullshit. Five. The president is not a dictator. When he says, okay, the, this South Korean guy is, and his crew are going to come with me. And the secret service says to him, that's not the protocol, sir. And he says, they're coming with me. And he's like, okay, I get the president said so. No, it's not protocol. Once it doesn't once, fucking happen. Once you go in a DEFCOM situation, the president is not commander in chief. The head of the military is 100% in command. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the, com the, no, the general guy, they have the guy. There's one guy that's, that makes final calls when shit goes wrong. If the no. president is missing, if they the don't, missing. right. That, but that's what happened. They took him. So like, there's no one to tell. They're like, well, yeah. you know, we're just going to do You're right. whatever he says. Here's, here's one thing before, if I could, slip this in here right. my one take on it that was the worst too is if the president gets kidnapped if by any chance no matter who not donald trump not obama like if it was thomas jefferson or you know abraham lincoln if they get kidnapped by a terrorist the next guy is in charge at that BP. point and they're going to be like we don't negotiate to kill him because we are not We're not going to negotiate. Yeah. We don't negotiate with you. Kill him. I'm in charge now. Why would I not want to yeah. be in charge? I'm fucking president that's now. That's, com that's coming one of the later. Oh, ones. sorry. Similar. Yeah. Oh Something yeah. That similar. was the only thing that bothered me. So I was like, dude, they're not going to send this much force to go get one yeah. person. It's mm -hmm. not the King of England. It's not it's the a, King of America. He's an right? elected official for four years. Yeah. But anyway, ahead, so uh, uh, number six, there is a shocking lock lack of ballistic vests and quality weapons within the white house. What kind of ex-military secret service agent charges a heavy caliber machine gun with a nine millimeter and a tie clasp? A badass, man. They get mowed down. Oh, 100%, dude. I don't know if you've ever seen machine gun fire. But <laughs> yeah, that shit is real. Like, you've been to basic in training. You did, they didn't do live fire in your base. Oh, you were in the Navy stuff, so you don't have to go. Yeah, yeah it was, a, it was a, a laser attached to it. Oh, oh, yeah, they probably they they don't Nintendo. want to kill nobody. But, yeah. I never fired a weapon for the Navy. It is 100%, <laughs> dude. You don't miss with something like that. Yeah, no way. Okay, we're back to number eight, which is the president is not dictator. No, wait, wait, no, wait. No. We're at seven. Okay. Number seven. seven uh, there are snipers at football games. How many snipers do you think are active around D.C. at any given moment? There's some bullshit going on when that attack on the White House happened. I mean, yeah, I don't know what was going on. And then they hijacked some uh, super secret system that they didn't use in, in the initial attack. I don't fucking get it. It's ridiculous. Here's something, though, you got to think about. And this is not giving anybody an excuse about it. We live 45 minutes from D.C. Yeah, so right. we've been there a yeah. hundred million times. So you've seen it where you're yeah. like, no. There are police on every single corner by mm -hmm. when you get to the Capitol building on Stash, every single yeah. corner. They have little stations that they like yeah. just they could put anywhere. Yep. And the biggest thing is most people don't know where D.C. is or even like accommodate in their brain that it's a real place. Right. 
Because whenever, like, but when I was in Orlando, you tell people, like, I live in Virginia. It's, it's by D.C. Uh, Between D.C. and Richmond. Oh, yeah, and they're I like, what's Denver. D.C.? Yeah. And you're like, Washington, D.C. Yeah, you're like, where the White House is. And, and they're like, that's a <laughs> that's a real place? That's on the East Coast? And you're like, <laughs> oh, my God, you have no idea yeah. where Washington, D.C. is. Hey, I got a lot, a lot more of this rant, bro. Sorry. Go I got a lot more of this rant. All right. Did I do eight? The president is not a dictator. He cannot order the Joint Chiefs of Staff or Secretary of Defense to give up any codes. That's not. That's the point of that kind of security, damn it. That's what they trained into my head. That's the point of that kind of stuff. And I think it was only like a seven-digit code, and I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? That's, yeah, two different people yeah, have e- to even have keys, and they're not the people who have the e- codes. Yeah, your email needs a longer password. For yeah. <laughs> anyway, number uh, nine. One capital letter. If Piak is compromised, you know what happens? You know, can you imagine that for a second, maybe in the hordes of military personnel, personnel somewhere, some smart IT guy might write a script real quick to ignore commands from a range of predetermined IP addresses? No, never, military never thinks of shit like that. What the hell? It's, this movie only exists if the military is literally taking a day off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a quote. This is number 10. There's a quote from Kang, uh, the leader of this party that kidnaps the president he says it takes 15 minutes for the military to reach the white house here are my notes lmao i'm dying i can't breathe lol that's the most ridiculous line in the movie it takes 15 minutes for the military to reach the white house from where from the ones that are already inside the building right now or like the ones that are gonna cut their backup (laughs) right um so yeah uh 11 oh my god seventh fleet and the u.s and south uh south korean forces as soon like within minutes of this happening they're talking about the uh removal of the seventh fleet and the uh, u.s and troops from the uh, korean peninsula mm-hmm. within minutes of the president getting kidnapped seventh fleet would be bombing dprk back to the bronze age which isn't that far of a setback for him so i mean <laughs> 100%. All right. Number 12. The president is not a dictator. Their death is irrelevant when it comes to this country. Does anyone remember an assassinated president called Lincoln? Yeah. In the Lincoln bedroom? Yeah. You ever think he coupled with some dudes in there? They... <laughs> hey, they had big I heard hats. some stuff that Lincoln could like, he liked sleeping with dudes, other dudes. Really? Yeah. I it, heard. It, was, it wasn't a sexual thing or anything. It was just, he like the cuddle. Like the comfort? Well, it's just because, um, like, uh, life on the farm. You frequently shared like beds with your family members. And oh, stuff like right, that. right. So sleep, he's just sleep used in, to it or yeah, something. Yeah, sleeping more like then, dogs. That's the only way I could sleep. They, they were weird back in the day, I guess. Uh, well, they're weird now. We're, but they're, yeah. They were people. They're weird. I mean, but we wouldn't say the same thing about Michael Jackson. All right. And finally, at number 13, I'm pretty sure this film is an action drama filled film in Occidental Society only, and it's a straight up comedy everywhere else. I guarantee you, Kim, Kim Jong-un laughs at this film as much as I laughed at this, at this film. He laughs at it differently, though, because yeah. he thought it was real, too. And he's like, you know what? And then, like, five years later, he's like, yo, that shit ain't true, man. I was shooting missiles off over the fucking ocean thinking these motherfuckers were bullshit. And they were out here, like, two days later running drills in our fucking water. Yeah. Anyway. It doesn't take long to get attention from our military. That's a big thing people yeah. don't do. That we're literally the most dangerous place on Earth. And it's not because of the military in general. That's one of them. But... Yeah. The other reason is that I was saying the people that really like we don't like America, they don't want to come over here because they're like the motherfuckers are crazy. We'd rather yeah. fight your military than go yeah. over there and actually mm-hmm. like be in the streets with y'all. Yeah. 
Like y'all kill each other. What the fuck do you think you're gonna do to me? <laughs> like, what the, like, hey, that's a that's a real Korean guy, you know. I I was hassling the guy who owns the grocery store around the corner yesterday. You don't think that they're gonna yeah. fuck with you and you're marching down the street as an army, dude? You're getting plowed down, dude. Anyway, so I got a little section here set aside for Nick's picks. Uh-oh. So you said you had something to promo? Got something going on? Oh yeah, let me pull this up on my cell phone. I definitely got something to promo. Oh, you just added this in. Thanks, man. Yeah, definitely. I'm um, November twenty third. We got the fashion with purpose production. That's gonna be November twenty third at the Fraternal Order of Eagles down here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I'm pretty sure that that's Stafford on Cool Springs Road, but that's fine. Uh, that's uh, run by Lead Strong Mentoring and UBBC Fundraise Fashion Show. That'll have uh, Tata Prince on there. Um, Mr. Cartel, um, Reverend Angie Lewis, and obviously model Nasia Mickens. That's run by Nicole Mickens, our Nicole Steptoe, and Michael Steptoe. If you guys want to get information about that, uh, you can contact Lead Strong Mentoring at gmail.com. And that'll be November 23rd down here. And shout out to FXBG Public Radio. I just realized they didn't put that on their flyer. But FXBG Public Radio, myself and EK, will be out there doing some sound for those guys. So shout out the station, getting some some live gigs and stuff. We're out here working. Fredericksburg. Absolutely. So that's all I got. Oh, also make sure you guys check out um, Below the Deck right after this 730. Um, we definitely have a super awesome guest from DC. Um, and I almost just said her name wrong and I'm going to pull this up because I definitely sure. need to know sure. that is on. I, I don't know why I did that. Um, Angelica, Australia, she'll be on the show. Um, super awesome, uh, artist from, I believe from California, but she's in DC now. They got a band and it's actually like a rock band. You guys are going to be super excited to listen to that. So check that out at seven 30 on below the deck right after this program. Awesome. So, um, I'm going to get political on you. Okay. You want you talk politics at all? I will now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's a question I po- posed to Tim pool that I doubt he'll answer. So I'll pose it to you. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, um, I'll take my best shot. Who would you rather bone? Tulsi Gabbard now or now or Marianne Williamson in her twenties? I know who I'd how I'd answer. I can't think of Marianne Williams in her twenties, but I mean me picturing her face now, she might have been a baddie, dude. That, uh, for back real. In the day? That back in the day. She, she might have been. She, who was the first choice? Tulsi Gabbard. I don't know who that is, so I'm gonna have to that picture her. of that I put up of that. Oh, woman. dude, I take her down. Oh, that is the picture on yeah. the flag. Dude, I don't know. I just told you my show is about music, man. See, I make music. I'm telling you to pick one. You don't even know who these women are. That's why I asked you. I know who the second one was. I didn't know who the first one was. That's what I wanted to know because that's what I, I had to go over. Because you said in her twenties. Yeah. So that's what threw me off too, because I was like, hmm. Like we have a magic time machine. She does like now. I'm like thinking about what she looks like because there are a lot of. Of girls that are women, that, that flighty hippie chick back in the day, that you, you think know? probably were super cool, especially like in our time now, where you're like in the seventies or eighties, like they right. were probably cool, cool as a, hell, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, they're kind of like so super I'm, serious now, but like we were talking about with the um, Cortez. Right. Chicks, that's probably going to be her in 30 years where people are like, <laughs> yo, did you see her though back then? And you're like, she was kind of fun, and then it's probably gonna be like. Everything should be blah, 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 whatever, you know. Anyway, so my pick would be Tulsi Gabbard now. And uh, that's because, I like, the older I get, the more and more of those, like, those dignified older women, they 
I don't know. They're that's hot, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely something about it. That's what the other one has with her too, because you're like, man, I bet she's a jerk because of the way you know the stuff I see, and you know, obviously their jobs where you're like, they're super serious. Mm -hmm. You don't get jobs like that by just you know jerking around all the time. Trust me, because that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we never been a senator. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be on Congress anytime soon. Nope, I'm not running. And we just had our point for this, which is you should run based off of the fact of how fake that movie was and how mad it made you. (laughs) You know the rules. I feel bad. I mean, you may not like Trump or anything like that, but um, we're gonna he, make he deserves better protection than that. We're gonna make no America Olympus is. again, right. okay? <laughs> oh, you, dude, I don't, dude, that would never. I mean, speaking of which, that, that's why I'm, ta- I'm talking about Tulsi Gabbard is because um, I just hope she wins the nomination because um, I am sick and tired of looking at Trump's ugly raccoon orange face. Dude. I don't know. I've ha- I didn't like The Apprentice. You know, I didn't like the show because he's a giant douche. And I don't like the fact that he's a president because he's a giant douche. So, I mean, I, I'm a, yes, I'm a Republican. Yes, I support the president. But I'm just sick of looking at him. And I'd much rather look at Tulsi Gabbard for four years than him anymore. I, I don't have a specific quarrel with Trump based off of the fact that I know that he was an entertainer. And also, like I said, us voting him in, I voted specifically against him because i was watching real cnn news and i was laughing my ass off it was like 12 30 at night before the election like not the day before but like just like like a month or two before and i was watching it and i was laughing so hard and then i was like wait this is real you know this is on cnn i was like this is real and i was like yo i've never needed the i've never registered to vote and i was 20 what 28 i was like see a lot of liberals are mad about that i was They're, like yo i need to vote they know maybe <laughs> they know is that th- that night when they lost everyone was just weeping you know just weeping on the air and they looked like such bitches you know and everyone who was right of far left you know was like laughing their asses off at oh, these dude. people I think that he, and they've never they've I never think forgiven he's them. Funny, that's the only reason that like because it's wrong. He should not be the president in be. my eyes. Be based off of the fact that I think that he's fucking hilarious. This motherfucker drew the 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 I thing know. on the on the hurricane. What an arrogant piece! Of oh shit. my god, how you, that that's not fake. Hold on. Well, it's you just, see, this was the older ones. You're like, this is marker drawn on a real map. You're like, no. That's the whole point. Is like, I, when I talk with people, they're like, hey, uh, so uh, what do you, if, you, if the conversation comes up, you know, you, you know, you talk to Democrats and stuff like that out, out in the world, and they're like, oh, what are you? And I'm like, I'm, I'm a Republican. And they're like, oh, do you support Trump? And it's like, yeah, as far as I could throw him. I mean, yeah, he's made some good decisions, but m- mostly he's kind of a narcissistic dipshit who won't shut up. Yeah. Uh, I don't like him as a person. I like you better as a person because I've actually physically met you and you don't seem like a billionaire dickwad. Well, I don't, I just, the only thing I don't like is that he has not the power of the presidency because obviously like the first week in there, he tried to do like one of those crazy things and almost got sued by like 20 judges. And they're like, you can't just fucking do whatever you want to. So that was like, oh, so that's fine. Like he can't do whatever he wants to, but his actions are making, I feel like getting a lot of other people kind of riled up to like doing these rallies and shooting people and doing stupid shit based off yeah. of the fact that you're like, you're the, you're the wild, wild West. You got a voice. You're not using your voice the right way. Right. You know what I mean? You like, oh, I have power in this whole thing. 
Just tell people to chill out. Stop fucking minimizing stuff. Like, yo, people are getting killed because you said some dumb shit. Just be like, yo, my bad. Anyway, so... You've been there. So if I were a Democrat, I would say Tulsi Gabbard for 2020. Um, but I'm not. So instead, I'll just fantasize about having a three-way mach- three-way in a time machine with Tulsi Gabbard and a 22-year-old Marianne Williamson. Um, one guy said to me in response to this question, hypothetical question. Yeah. Obviously, so, yeah. yeah. He said, if you like rough sex, A.B. Klobuchar is probably the way to go. And these and are that, all in respectful, that, consensual ways. Exactly. Exactly. And that, my friends, is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, we, let's move on. I just want to tell you, you know, be, be sure to go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Uh, consider becoming a patron. Uh, that helps us keep, uh, keep, keep us in business. Um, there you can get the full video content. Uh, so thank you, patrons. I just winked for them. Shout us. Give us a free month. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can also go on there and become a sponsor uh, for $60 a month, and uh, we'll do an ad for you. We'll do you know, a couple minutes. We'll, we may make fun of ourselves, not your product or anything like that. We promise. We promise. I can't, yeah, I can never promise that I, I won't I make it. I don't think joke. I'm ever getting a sponsor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, dude, is way, this is the way I pitch for it. Oh, uh, you know. If you want to be a sponsor, you just go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Um, and uh, you can get access to all of our extra content that we put up there. Uh, so, yeah. You ready to get into the news worth knowing, bro? What's that? Let's get into it. You know, I I'm, I, I know what you're saying. I was saying I was. I was <clears throat> Why can't you just say yes? I was. What's that? You know, I was, trying, I was trying to make it like showy, man, for you, man. Sorry. I was standing in. I'm a co. I'm a co guest co-host. You know what I'm saying? I'm you're, not always here. I'm not professional. I'm reminded of an email. That I got uh, since since you've been on the show, uh, uh, one of the mailbags, and uh, uh, they were asking, "Is like, um, does Nick ever breathe in?" Why is that? I, was, I don't know. I, I can't seem to understand that question. I'm a pretty. I'm a really skinny guy. What do you mean? Oh, maybe do I look fat on TV? No. Does he ever breathe in? That's all they say. Mm. I I'm not sure what they mean. Maybe I talk a lot. I've, I don't talk a lot on your show, though. Uh, well, then I'll just sit every, here. every show. No, I'm, I'm just, messing with you, dude. I wouldn't ask here. you on the show if I didn't think you were a good fit. I got these glasses on. I could just sleep here. I'm just pissed off you didn't wear the Tupac shirt again. Anyway, so uh, first news worth knowing: Storm Area 51 creator leaves alien themed festival and shake up over safety concerns. Fear of Firefest 2.0. That's in quotes. Uh, the California man who was behind the viral Storm Area 51 event on Facebook that may draw alien-obsessed crowds to rural Nevada County, uh, country next, yeah, country next, county next week, <laughs> my bad, has uh, pulled out of the festival, spawned from the popular event because of safety concerns. Uh, Maddie Roberts officially severed ties Monday with Alien Stock, which has been scheduled at the Little Alien in Rachel, Nevada, on September 20th through the 22nd. The event uh, received final approval from the Lincoln County Board of Commissioners last week to let perhaps 10,000 camp out on the property in Rachel. You know how small that town is, dude? Anyway. Uh, Can I ask a question about that? Yeah. Is that, that hasn't already happened? Not yet. No. I thought they can't. I thought that was August 20th. I don't know. I think it's a different thing. It's alien stock. Anyway, um, this is a quote. He said, due to lack of infrastructure, poor planning and risk management and blatant disregard for the safety of what is expected to be 10,000 plus alien stock attendees, we decided to pull the plug on the festival. Um, area 51 is popular, blah, 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 blah. You know what it's for. Um, yeah, this, it was basically an internet joke. You know about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, 
Air Force said, please don't do this. You're going to get yourself hurt. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Um, the permit holder, Connie West, was given multiple opportunities to pro- provide us a proof that things expected at this festival were in place. In fact, she refused to provide us as agreed upon contract proof of deposits or any paper proof of anything. So, poorly organized, too many people, it's going to become a problem. Uh, Here's a quote. uh, We were not interested in, nor will tolerate any involvement in a Firefest 2.0. I love how it's it's becoming like Watergate. You know, it's... It was horrible. Yeah, Firefest was no joke. That was real. That was a shitstorm, man. So, I mean, I think that's probably a good call by them. Well, that's the thing with event planning that a lot of people don't think about is like you re- like everybody has to be in. It's very much more coordinated. If it's not, then that's what happens. Like people are about to suck dick for water. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I'm just <laughs> breathing in. Huh? My bad. dude. You watch. I'm going to end up clipping that one. Yeah. <laughs> If I don't get the Oscars in 20 years, it's going to be the Check clip out line. my YouTube. I'm probably going to clip that. Search for the Madman Lower Kids oh, on YouTube. Man, I'm probably going to clip that. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I did the warning in the beginning. I was trying to be quiet, and then, like, that's just what came out. They just been quiet for a minute. There's a real re- reason I asked you to do this with me, man. It's like, oh, for shit like that. It's for shit like that. Anyway, let's go on to this next news story. Let's lose all our sponsors first. <laughs> uh, well, we got to get it in now before we get a sponsor. Man. So, uh, yeah, New York College student, 19 years old, arrested in Moscow over med- uh, medicinal marijuana. Uh, yeah, she was uh, arrested in Russia with possession of marijuana after authorities say her uh, patent for medical medicinal use of the drug does not apply in the Eastern European country. Uh, Audrey Eliza Lorber, 19 years old, was taken into custody t- custody at Pulkovo Airport in St. Petersburg after authorities found 19 grams of medical marijuana worth an estimated $375 in her possession. The New York Post uh, That's reported... overpriced. Yeah. Well, they always... Yeah, they always price it high. Schwag. Yeah, That's right. They, I would say in the article, it was schwag, so it wasn't really good. You know. Anyway, so uh, New York Post reported citing a press release from the Mos- Moscow District Court of St. Petersburg. It was unclear when Lorber, who appeared to be traveling with her mother, mother, Rochelle Lorber, was arrested. The press release from the court was dated September 2nd. Uh, Pictures on Lorber's now private social media were last shared on July 22nd in St. Petersburg. Yeah. Russian officials said that regardless of her medicinal use of the drug, the, quote, patent for marijuana use in a medical program issued in the United States uh, that the accused carrier... Uh, with her does not apply to the territory of the Russian Federation. That's a very long way to say it. It, No, that's not how we roll here. (laughs) But my thing is, where'd she get arrested at the airport? Yeah, at the airport. But I mean, why would they let you fly out of here with that? That's a very good question. Because it's not legal in all 50 states to Mm -hmm. have have marijuana. So you're not even allowed to cross state lines in America with marijuana, let alone... That's a very good question. I wonder, yeah. Are the Russians better at checking bags in the TSA? I mean, or like how, like, <laughs> what are the rules? We were talking about that earlier because you were saying you can go to D.C. and get medical marijuana. If you bring it to Virginia, they can give you a federal crime for yep. crossing state lines exactly. with illegal stuff. You're like, that's I bought it good. in America. That's a very good question. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, that's crazy. 
I say, I, even even if you were like leaving out of an airport. So she must have smuggled it. She didn't even have an ounce on her. That it was twenty. That's a good. That's almost an ounce. That's not like a little bit. Nineteen grams. Nineteen grams. Yeah. It's a, oh yeah. What's it? Is a how many grams? Are Twenty-eight ounce. Okay. So yeah, she was ten off, eleven off, but still, I mean, you're getting detained about like that's busting balls right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, you could have just took it and threw it away. This is le- this is illegal here. Yeah. It's legal where you live. It's not, but they're yeah. making a point of some sort of don't do it or don't do it again or whatever. But here's yeah, if she smuggled it out, then I guess she gets deserves to get caught. I mean. You smuggling? What are you gonna smuggle, dude? You can't say nineteen grams of smuggling in the leg, or even for uh, is it is it? Not, I don't know how much for for selling. Right, that's what I was saying. You have to have an ounce in America to even get a distribution charge. Yeah, so you don't even have enough to catch a real charge in America. But you know, what I mean, that's for personal use. Clearly, plus we, this is Russia. Why are you bringing weed to Russia? You stole, but that's why. Though, what do you think she was going to come in and start the drug, a new drug cartel with twenty nineteen <laughs> grams, grams of marijuana? Yeah. It's, it's probably <laughs> shitty too. They're like, yeah, that's not even good. Like, I could have got you more if you just asked me. The TSA agent, not me. But this is you Russia. know what I mean. I mean yeah, this Russia. is Russia. You can. Mm. We have plenty. <laughs> That's why they took it. <laughs> we don't like your stupid- No imports of that shitty shit. Yeah, we, we have the better weed. Yeah. <laughs> Russian weed's the best. This shit's been legal over here for years. Oh, man. Somebody here. Hands. Somebody here. Matt, oh, Hill Hippie's in the building. What's up, Hill Hippie? What's up, gentlemen? Doing nothing news worth knowing, bro. Righteous. Yeah. I'm talking about Kent State right now. This is the next story. Kent State catches heat for disrupting overtime field hockey match for football fireworks. This is, this is why I hate football. All right. Kent State University came under fire Saturday after a field hockey match was stopped uh, going into the middle of double overtime in order for a school to launch fireworks before a football game. Before a football game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, uh, oh, that's <laughs> why they're going to go 100%. The number 24 Maine Black Bears and the Temple Owls were playing field hockey, and both teams were in a scoreless tie going into double overtime before Kent State officials told both the coaches the game had to end because of the fire marshal regulations regarding the football fireworks. It's reported by ESPN. Uh, Kent State held their home opener at noon against Kennesaw State. The field hockey game was ruled as a scrimmage. Here's the thing. I get why everybody thinks that's wrong because they say you don't cancel field hockey for football. But the thing is, unscheduled event happened, which is why, like, they were scheduled separately. You're playing over your time. Right. So, you know, it's not that you shouldn't be allowed to finish the game, but that is, like, you were scheduled from 9 to 4. You know what I mean? We planned on doing fireworks at 6 o'clock. Your game is still going on. You know what I mean? That's not their fault. So you can't say like, oh, it's just because ours is more important. You're just like timing wise, you know, like how we do shows here. If your show is over, you can't run into somebody else's show and then be like, oh, well, they cut mine off. It's not because you're a woman or not or like my show is more important. That was the schedule. Damn, you changed my opinion on this. And that is they had the scheduled on there. Also, if you're at a zero zero tie, how long are we going to let you play for, man? And that's the joke part, which is that that's the bad part. But the other scheduling is literally the reason why, you know, you play two hours over. You were supposed to be gone by now. 
Right. So that was never going to be an issue except for your games continues to go on because nobody can fucking score, which is not the point, not taken away from field hockey or like it's boring. You like suck. But yeah, you nobody it's no action going on anyway. Like what you, you should have took that as both of y'all got to win because one of y'all were about to lose. It was just one one person making a mistake at this point where you lost that game. Battle you got a tie attrition. right now. Battle, battle of attrition at this You point. got a tie right now. So you don't got a loss on your record. You don't have a win either, but it was 50-50 whether you were even going to yeah. get it. So so um, the National Field Hockey Coaches Association called the university's, university's decision unacceptable. Mm-hmm. The group said uh, both teams were told of a 10.30 stoppage time in May, but Kent State, uh, quote, failed to communicate the steps that would be taken to reach the 10.30 a.m. hard stop to be reached. I have no idea what that means. They said that if you're going to, that's basically what they said. They didn't tell him like, yo, if you're not done by 1030, we're cutting. Like it's cut. Like basically it was a hard stop, which means it's just done. Okay. 1030, you're done. And no matter what's going on, it's over. All right. The NFHCA office has reviewed the game contract. I cannot find any reference to the 1030 AM hard Uh stop. Yeah. Nor can we find any information regarding what would happen if the game was not completed prior to reaching the drop dead time. Uh, this is NFHCA president Andy Whitcomb. They have they have law books with this shit written on it. That's you know? what it is. That's what I was saying. They that's why, dude. It was a timing thing. They're yeah. like, dude, this is the way. They regardless if you understood it, this is the way that it works. Also, we have permits from the city right now and the fire department here to shoot off these fireworks for thirty minutes. Like. Yeah. That's the only time you can't have the fire department on lockdown for for an hour. Like they have a, a real job to do. You know, they put out fires and yeah. car accidents and stuff. <laughs> um, Temple coach uh, Susan, excuse me if I mispronounce your name. Kufo Kufo Sifo Sifo maybe or Sipo. I don't know. I almost said, it might be Spanish. I almost said Quifo. Yeah, it might be and like Spanish, like Sippo or something like that kind of. Like anyway, um, she ripped the decision to stop the game. Quote, I think it was just, it's just that we were, I think it's just where we're at with female sports. That's exactly what yeah. I knew they were going to yeah. say. Uh, as much as we have come a long way, there's still a long way to go. See, now I disagree with her on this. The issue is that it's football and field hockey. You know, football brings in the money. So football is prioritized in schools, and that's why I hate football. Right. <laughs> and so because I would rather watch field hockey, especially girls' field, field hockey, than football. Girls in skirts with sticks running at each other? Hell yeah, I want to watch that. I'm with you on that. So, I mean, I think that's that's the issue, and this is this is why I hate football. And, you know, everyone's all, mm, football season's starting, and I really don't give a shit. I hate football. No, it's the money. It's the revenue, and that's why. That's what I mean. It's the money. And those, but that's a big thing too. Is that this is a college, right? Kent State. Yeah, Kent State. Yeah. Yeah. So they have prospects though that are that play in a division sanctioned, nationally division sanctioned league, hmm. which the field hockey is kind of that way. Yeah, but it's I, more, I believe they were Division One. Yeah. So that's why they're in a higher like. You could be Division One in football and be Division Three in field hockey. So yeah. you're not playing. They can't miss a football game, or else they'll get. If they cut off your football game, you miss your chance at the national title. Right. So they're like, then that's where if you win a national title, you get the money, which is a thing. But also, people that have scholarships and maybe NFL prospects, where you're like, you're going to go on next year, maybe to get a job. 
I've never seen professional field hockey. I don't think they have a league, and maybe if they don't, we should start one. Yeah. Definitely, dude. There's a there's hella field hockey teams. Yeah. A bunch of Wow, I never dude, I watch professional like oh I wouldn't call it professional, but I watched the uh cornhole thing on ESPN. i I don't know if I've ever seen a prof- field hockey. You've seen cornhole but not field hockey on ESPN? I've seen college field hockey and college girls lacrosse and stuff, but I've never seen a league that's outside of college or high school that plays field hockey. I don't know if they're I mean, that's just me personally. I've never seen one. So I don't know, like if that even exists. So NFHL. <laughs> That's what I mean. It would be something. I would think that would be something, but I've never seen anything about it. And I've never there it should def- be. There should be an NFHL. Right. I think like you said, you'd rather watch a whole bunch of girls run out on sticks and play in hockey, but yeah. you know what I mean. I guess the marketability in that. Yeah. Obviously it's not as high as football. I guess. <laughs> and that's the problem, I think. Right. So we'd rather watch dudes bash their heads against each other for a while. Or some big tall chicks not dunking basketballs. <laughs> poor and NBA, another poor, one. Poor, poor, <laughs> w, poor WNBA can't catch a break. And another one. Go ahead. Anyway. So, what else is on yeah. the list? All right. A uh, woman breaks up with a toxic boyfriend who demands that she follows 12 strict rules. Uh, this is a woman from West Yorkshire, England. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, and she revealed she split with her boyfriend after he, uh, who demanded that she followed 12 strict rules while she was on a trip with her friends. Uh, Zoe Schofield was reportedly away at a music festival when her now ex sent the instructions via text, which came in response to a question about which musical acts he would like her to photograph. <laughs> who do you want me to take pictures of? And oh, there's the, two things I don't so, want you yeah, to do. So he sent her this long list of rules in response. Oh, wait. she gives a list okay she gives me she gives him a list of, uh, of the bands that are there um who do you want yeah to take pictures of uh and so we said this list there's like 12 rules it says don't dance like a I, I guess i should do the accent don't dance like a slag like in reflex <laughs> what a douche this is what he leads with don't dance like a slag uh two don't get too drunk that's not so bad. Uh, no boys. And if anyone comes up to you and talks to you, you tell them you have a boyfriend. Uh, look after your drink. Make sure no one puts OWT in it. I don't know what that means. Something in it. You don't, you don't want spike that to my drink yeah. if you want to. All right. Um, stick with the friends all, at all times. Um, but not so-and-so by the looks of last night. Oh, my God. He's like talking, talking trash about one of the other girls. Uh, no one but you four in your room besides so-and-so, but he can't sleep there. Oh, my God. You can't go into anyone else's room. You let me know everything that happens. Explain it. It's like, take pictures of uh, what you're wearing forward and back and send them to me, and I'll tell you if it's okay to wear. They're not married? No, that's just a boyfriend, and she broke up with him over that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Smart girl. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I can't even believe you got to 12. Where do we have Six. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just, it's sometimes we do these, uh, like Bridezilla stories and I don't want people to think that I'm picking on it because, you know, people are crazy all over the world, you know, and it doesn't matter what gender you are or, or anything. It's like, sometimes you, there's just some crazy fucking people out when there, they, especially when it comes to, to relationships. relationships that exactly. is, it'll mess you up in your head. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm, I'm sure this has happened to a ton of people, not just me where, um, once you're in a relationship with somebody or, um, once you've had sex with somebody, all right, they start expecting all this other stuff. It's like, okay, 
in my mind, uh, now the person I'm having sex with does this, 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 and this. Right. And you have to fit in this mold now because now we're, we're having sex and I want, I've got to do it my way or no way at all. Mm-hmm. And so it's getting uh, other people's tornadoes in yours. I, I yeah. was tripping on streams one time and I, and I came up with this theory, but I was like, you have a tornado around you, which is all your stuff is spinning yeah. around you. And if you get too involved with someone else, all the shit that's swirling around them is going to yeah. become in your shit too. And yeah. now you can't even like, and yeah, like you're, you're like a double Tasmanian. Figure it out. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, now your shit too. Like, what the fuck is, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't even know what you were expecting. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the thing. You have expectations. And mm-hmm. I was just doing like what I usually do. I didn't know. And it's complicated, man. Yeah. 100%. It definitely depends on the people. Some people are take it way more serious than other people. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, let's go on this next story. Uh, drunk raccoon spotted stumbling around Canadian neighborhood. Oh, that's awesome. I know, right? Double, definitely clicking that one. Uh, seemingly drunk raccoons have been stumbling through a Canadian uh, neighborhood in recent days, and the reason may surprise you. Uh, residents of Stittsville, a suburb of Ottawa and Ontario, have spotted the raccoons, which are nocturnal creatures, not acting like their usual selves. Uh, he couldn't really move one resident, Emily Rogers. What's normal raccoon behavior? The motherfuckers are crazy. He wasn't moving. He was like, just laying, oh, just standing there. Passed out in the yard. You know? He's usually tearing up my trash. He's just sleeping on the porch. <laughs> uh, he really couldn't move. He was dragging his legs. He was wobbling. He was having a hard time standing up. And you could tell something was wrong with him for sure. Uh, the day before, another resident, Julie Fong, said a local officer requested permission to enter her backyard as there had been concern that a raccoon in the area that seemed drunk. <laughs> Here's the thing, this is the solution to your raccoon problem. Are you like, the raccoon's not active enough. I thought you wanted him not to kill him. Yeah, and leave him out bowls of whiskey. Not to eat the thing. Yeah, he's going to dr- get drunk and pass out in the yard. He left your trash alone. Easy as hell to catch. Yeah, get, <laughs> pick him up. Also... I would like to put in one perspective from the other side, which is you getting the knock on your door and you're like, yes, officer. And they're like, listen, there's been reports of some <laughs> drunk raccoon, drunk raccoon in your backyard. <laughs> Just a serious dude. Too. I had the glasses. There's a drunk raccoon. This, in your, are, sir, you, yeah. um, are you having a laugh? You know, there's a drunk raccoon <laughs> in your backyard because you just what's the. Is this what you're doing today, Officer Jenkins? Like, what the, <laughs> yes. What the fuck is this? Yes, yeah. Just rounding up drunk raccoons, man. They're fucking they're a problem everywhere. right now. Yeah, it's a big problem, dude. Okay, you ever so. seen Parks and Rec? Yeah. That's the Pawnee. This okay. is our raccoons are out of control, getting drunk. So uh, this is a quote. Uh, so that's why this guy was kind of sleeping, referring to one of the raccoons, sleeping it off under our deck. There was a drunk raccoon under our deck. <laughs> This is what Fong said, adding her husband saw the creature earlier that day. He said he was sort of stumbling along, just looking completely off, like somebody who might have had a few extra libations would be walking. Um, it's all because of fermented fruit. Uh, police officers in West Virginia uh, last uh, last November kept uh, getting called about suspected rabid raccoons when it turns out they had been they were drunk on crab apples. Toilet wine. Yeah. And it's uh, not as unusual as it might seem. It is possible for animals to get drunk off fermented berries and other food items. For instance, residents in a Minnesota city last fall called authorities with several reports of birds crashing into windows or ramming into cars. <laughs> it turned out the birds were inebriated, reportedly intoxicated by berries that had fermented sooner than uh, than usual due to an early frost. Because <laughs> of scary movies, I would tell you if birds were flying into my window, I'd be freaked. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock out. ruined I would be yeah. like, nah, dude, it's all I've seen this. 
It's real, birds. It's happening, man. I asked them one time in high school. I was like, yo, if I'm drinking and get drunk and a mosquito bites me, it's drinking my blood. I was like, do they get drunk? And they didn't have an answer for me. And I was like, I was just wondering, you know. Yeah. Shout out do. to not going to school asking too many stupid questions. But yeah. well, <laughs> well, ask, uh, it's the same thing with the vampires. A vampire if drinks your blood. Like, for example, like if a vampire in the hippie in, in the 60s or something like that gets a hold of a hippie mm-hmm. who's tripping out on like a acid or something like yeah. that, would he... Uh, there's a show about that, what we do in the dark or something, oh, really? and there's about vampires, and one of them does get, he like drinks the drunk guy, and he gets, he gets trashed, trashed, now you're like, oh man, the guy had been doing something, it's yeah. a, I'll send you that, that's something you need to watch, I don't nah, know the other, um, also, there was a story this week, though, about what you're saying, is that, I watched a video, actually, it maybe wasn't a story, but the, there's a video of a guy feeding a donkey a beer, the donkey drinks the whole damn beer and then bites the shit out of the guy. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. He's like a drunk donkey bites. Yeah, don't guy. bite the man and buys you a beer. Yeah, he's just fed, yeah, he feeding me the beer. Now I'm drunk. I don't even like your hands. <laughs> God, <laughs> That's funny. This is not Shrek. <laughs> anyway, we've got about seven minutes left. We can uh, vamp till the end here. Um, I have one last story. I usually like to li- uh, end on a more positive note. Um, a Missouri mother of six feeds hungry children in her neighborhood. Um, yeah, mother of six reportedly feeding hundreds of children in St. Louis. That's uh, good. Yeah, Champale, Champale Anderson, forgive me, of North St. Louis has been feeding children living in poverty in her neighborhood for five years. Um, the healthcare provider uh, told the television station she has an open door policy on school days for children in the community. Uh, where they can knock on our door before or after school for a snack. Uh, I was noticing how the kids, they would always be hungry, Anderson said. She added, they would get off the bus and they would just take off running because they never know what I have in the bag. I switch it up. Sometimes I give them special treats for my special babies. Uh-oh. Yeah. She, yeah, some ecstasy. And uh, she told the, told the station the bags were filled with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, cookies, fruit, vegetables, juice, and snacks. Um, quote, it makes me proud. And I want to keep it going. My goal is to, I want to go to different neighborhoods and give out, uh, give out bags. So she wants to like expand. Uh, she said she pairs about a hundred bags a day for children. Sometimes has, uh, has to unexpectedly make a few more. Uh, I'm going to start out doing some extra ones now, maybe about 150. She said, uh, she has a sign outside of her home promoting the free snacks, uh, to the kids in the neighborhood. She told, um, I love this. Uh, she told KTVI who reported this. Um, that she lives by a quote by Mother Teresa. Quote, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. And that's great. Absolutely. It is. I mean, that's where it begins, you know, doing the right thing. It begins in your community. Yeah, they're going to end up shutting that down because they're going to say, I do. I love the idea, You're but such I. such a bummer, man. I know. That's why you said it was going to be positive. And I was like, man, there's somebody. Gonna... That's going to be the next story you read about this, though. Like two weeks, like lady giving away free. Who's got arrested for somebody's mom or something? Gave them peanut butter. Or, you know, like <laughs> someone's going to ruin it for everybody instead of just enjoying the good thing. But You're I so want to. pessimistic, man. I'll tell you a joke, though, about this, which is not a joke. This morning, my brother was reading, like, the stuff off the, his kid's list. And he was like. And the teacher asking me to send extra snacks in just in case another kid doesn't have a snack. And he was like, and he was like, 
I guess I could do that. And then he was like, you know, I'm going to just send him. He's got those variety bags of chips because he has three kids. So they get the right, little right. variety bag of like 20. And he's like, I'm just going to give them both one of these and just send them a letter and be like, don't ask me for nothing for the rest of the year. And I was like, yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> like, yeah, do you want a chaperone for a field trip? You're like, I never got invited. They're like, you told us not to send you. Send it. Yeah. You overdid it. We asked you to send in two bags of chips. You sent in 30 a piece for both of your kids. And then you're going to come ask, in here. Don't ask me for anything. Hey, listen, I did my stuff for this year. I feel like I contributed. <laughs> but it is it is good to help out other people. And that's, that's the thing. It's crazy what that's, schools ask, you know, of the parents. You well, know? You, but, I mean, you have to. Because you would think, though, one day is not only that if you don't have it. Because that's the thing. People are needy. You know, some people's parents don't have the means to always give them a snack, but also some people's parents just forget. Yeah. So some of the rich kids are getting the snacks too, you know, like, hey, I didn't have a snack today. So everybody, get, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's about being a community, I think. It's making it that way. Yeah, those, is, those socialist bastards. Yeah, yeah. That's the school system for you. Socialist. Everybody helping everybody. Oh, we're all going to make it. But I do feel like that is how they get through. It, it does work in the school system wise where you're like, you know what I mean? If your kid didn't have a glue stick, I'm well, pretty sure he did not pe- get to make an art People project. don't understand. The, the reason why it's the school system sucks is because it's run by the government. Yeah. Government is a big fuck-up machine. Look at the government. What do you see it doing today? Fucking up. What well, ours lost fucking <laughs> half a million dollars on this year. And down here on that deck on football field. Where? Uh, Chancellor, they lost $500,000 in money. Somebody scammed them out on making their new football. Oh, course. my God. And they were like, oh, we found half of it. Man. Like, where's the rest of that money? We gave you $500,000 to build a football field, which is another thing, which I was like, why in the hell do they need that shit? all over my channel, like, in positive note, man. It's a positive note, dude. Everybody <laughs> got snacks in that neighborhood from that lady. Peanut butter jelly. You go down there, she got a sign on her front door. Ask free snacks. It's free snacks. Sharing. School is good if you need stuff. Go ask those people. They'll give it to you. <laughs> Go give her a loaf of bread. Help her out, you know? That's a thing, too. Yeah. Hey, wouldn't it be something, though? That's why and I'm about to ruin it again. Once she get food stamped? <laughs> she spent all her food stamp money helping. But still, at least it would be feeding the kids. So all in all, yeah, I, I mean, super positive. Yeah, I can't. I can't fault that. Yeah, you know, even if it were, you know, food, food stamps. But that's exactly what you'd want the money going to in that sense. So she's kudos to that lady. Bro. I just that's, wonder if like that's like the only thing she knows how to make peanut butter and peanut jelly. butter and jelly sandwiches. I make them other weird treats of peanut butter on Rice Krispie treats. And... <laughs> peanut butter and jelly between Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter and jelly on <sighs> toast. If it were thin enough Rice Krispie treat, it might not be bad. Oh, did you ever think of something stupid and then be like, that actually might be good? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I was saying that. I was I was making fun of what's the name of the day, and I was like, you look like you put Skittles on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I was like, that might be really good. That might be really good. That might actually be really delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we're running out of time. We got to cut out of here because we got Blow the Deck coming up here in about a half an hour. Um, so be sure to tune into that here on fxbeachypublicradio.com. Um, like I said, go over to patreon.com shock slash shock monkey radio. Please become a patron. Uh, sh- find me on YouTube, search for the madman lore case or shock monkey radio. I'm sure you'll find me. And, um, yeah, we're done with the show. So, um, I'm the madman and I love you. Who are you? I'm Nick as always. And Olympus has fallen. <laughs> it sure has. <laughs> don't, don't see that movie.